Welcome to Purposeful Planning with Aspen Wealth Management. This is Jim Davis, and this week I'll be going over financial adages for thriving in volatile markets, starting with planning, risk, and diversification. Sometimes the best, most rigorously developed financial advice is so obvious it's become cliche. And yet, investors often end up abandoning the same advice when market turbulence is on the rise. So why the disconnect? Let's take a look at five of the most familiar financial adages and why they're often much easier said than done. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. No risk, no reward. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Buy low, sell high. And stay the course. I'll explore each in turn, how we implement them, and why helping stick with these evidence-based basics remains amongst our most important and challenging roles. The first adage is one I'm sure you've heard many times. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Almost everyone would agree that it makes sense to plan how and why you want to invest before you actually do it. And yet, few investors come to us with robust plans already in place. That's why deep, extensive, and multi-layered planning is one of the first things we do when we welcome a new client, which includes a discovery meeting to understand everything about you, your goals, your interests, your personal and professional relationships, your values and beliefs, how you prefer to work with us, and anything else that may be on your mind. Traditional financial planning to organize your existing assets and liabilities, define your near, mid, and long-range goals, and ensure your financial means align as effectively as possible with your most meaningful aspirations. We also look at an investment policy statement to bring order to your investment universe. Your IPS is both your plan and your pledge to yourself on how your investments will be structured to best align with your greater goals. It describes your preferred asset allocations, such as your percentages allocated towards stocks and bonds, and is further shaped by your willingness, ability, and need to tolerate market risks in pursuit of desired returns. Lastly, we talk about integrated wealth management to chart a course for aligning your long range of wealth interests with your financial logistics, your insurance, your estate plan, your taxes, your business succession, your philanthropic intent, and more. As we'll explore further, even solid planning doesn't guarantee success, but we believe the only way we can accurately assess how you're doing is if we first identified what you're trying to achieve and how we expect to accomplish it in the long run. The second of our financial adages is no risk, no reward. In many respects, the relationship between risk and reward serves as a wellspring from which your steady stream of financial economic theory has flowed ever since. Simply put, exposing your portfolio to market risk is expected to generate higher returns over time. Reduce your exposure to market risk, and you also lower your expected returns. We typically build a measure of stock market exposure into our clients' portfolios accordingly, with specific allocations guided by individuals' goals and risk tolerances. But here's the thing. Once you have accepted the evidence describing how market risk and expected returns are related, it's critical that you remain invested as planned. There's ample evidence that periodic market downturns ranging from ripples to rapids are part of the ride. As a February 2018 Vanguard report described, from 1980 to 2017, the MSCI World Index recorded 11 market corrections of 10% or more, 8 bear markets with at least 20% declines lasting at least 2 months. Such risks ultimately shape the stream that is expected to carry you to your desired destination. You should consider them part of your journey. Our third adage is don't put all your eggs in one basket. Risk is not a mythical unicorn. It's real. If it rears up, it can trample your dreams. 
So just because you might need to include riskier sources of expected returns in your portfolio, it does not mean that you give them free reign. This is where diversification comes in. Diversification is nothing new. In 1990, Harry Markowitz was a co-recipient of a Nobel Prize for his work on what became known as modern market portfolio theory. Markowitz described how wealth can be optimally invested in assets which differ in regard to their expected risk and return, and thereby also how risk can be reduced. In other words, according to Markowitz's work, first published in 1952, investors should employ diversification to manage portfolio risks. This leads to an intriguing, evidence-based understanding by combining widely diverse sources of risk, it's possible to build more efficient portfolios. You can either lower portfolio's overall risk exposure while maintaining similar expected returns, or maintain similar levels of portfolio risk exposure while improving overall expected returns. Rarely, evolving evidence helps us identify additional or shifting sources of expected return worth blending into your existing plans. When this occurs, and only after extensive due diligence, we may advise you to do so if practical, solutions exist. The details of how these risk and return leverage work is beyond the scope of this audio series, but come what may, the desire necessary to diversify your portfolio remains as important as ever, not only between stocks and bonds, but across multiple global sources of expected returns. Join Purposeful Planning with Aspen Wealth Management next week to hear part two of our final two financial adages for thriving in volatile markets, buying low, selling high, and biases. If you have questions or comments, please reach out to us at AspenWealthMGMT.com or on Twitter at AspenWealthMGMT.